father. When can I leave and be on my own? I've got the whole world to see. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Pinocchio, Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Oh God. Guillermo really. And Tom out. Kenny, who's also in this movie. Tom Kenny's in that movie. Tom Kenny plays Geppetto in that movie. Dang, never turn it down a, cha- a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, Welcome back. This is a very long conversation about movies and art and whatever the fuck else we feel like talking about. I am your producer, Sam Banigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. How are you this week, Andrew? Um, my phone just said 20%. So... Bro, come on, my guy. <laughs> so this will be a fun one. Um, that's how I'm doing. <laughs> you knew this was happening all day. You do this every week. You're always like, man, I should charge my phone before we record. I guess bring a charger. I guess that's it. Yeah, oh. you have a bag that you that you carry with you. Do you Put have a charger a bag? in there. <laughs> God damn. You want to know what my phone's at? What's your phone 61. at? 61. Good for you. Oh, oh good for you. Well, 20% Andrew here. <laughs> <laughs> How are you this week, Sam? I'm fine. I started physio. My arms are sore. Physio? That's... Yeah. I like that. Is that like... I mean, what? Is that like physio? Like physical therapy? Yeah. I've only heard of, of, of PT or physical therapy. I have never heard what you just said. You've never heard physio? Physio? No. Oh, that's Let's weird. Physio. Physio. No. Yeah, physio. That's just what that's what it is. I hope. Is that a Canadian thing? I think it's a Canadian. I hope. Dear God, do I hope? Because if I say physio, like everybody gets it. Like everyone knows what I mean. Yeah, like I typed in physio and it just like popped up like all over the place. Uh, but you're also on Canadian servers. I am on Canadian servers. All right. Yeah. Okay. How do you spell it? Like P H Y S I O. Physio. Yeah. Pops up physical therapy. But, 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 top question. What does it mean? Okay. Maybe this is a Canadian thing. That's crazy. Anyway, I started physio this week. Oh, <laughs> I gotta damn. do an, uh, what I call the Italian stretch, where I put a little rubber band around my fingers, like I'm a little Italian man, and then I stretch them. What? I mean, ball. I mean, ball. Wahoo! Yeah. Uh, Wahoo! <laughs> let's uh, go. It's Are we gonna me, do that? A Mario. I don't want to 
but maybe. <laughs> I have no stake in this. I have absolutely no stake. I know you're the one. You're the one that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Andrew. You make me see a lot of movies that are torturous to me. I do. Um, I'll be the first to admit. And I day don't... one, mother. Day, wa- day one. Day one. And I always knew. Since day one. <laughs> there was a movie I saw recently, and I was like, I know Sam wouldn't like it. Oh, it was uh, Alejandro G. Iteritu's new movie. Um, I forget what it's called. Oh, really? Um, I think you would hate it. I think you would hate it. I think it would be the worst thing you've ever watched. But I do want to and know you what you think it. of it. I do want to, <laughs> I didn't even love it. I just want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your opinions. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so I don't know. So me say, like, I feel like I get tortured by movies way more than you get tortured by movies. So if you don't want to see a movie, I also don't want to see that movie. And then I'm like, I'm still torturing myself more than I'm torturing Andrew by doing this movie on yes. the podcast. Yes. So why would I do that? Like, you know, that's the kind of conundrum that I fall into with movies like the Sonics, the Hedgehogs, and the and the Super Mario Brothers, and the you know all the other weird bullshit. How about this? Good reviews, we do it. <laughs> I'm not committing to anything right now. I'm just not. I had to watch fucking Avatar this week. I'm not committing. Yo, you did have a historic week. I saw what you thought. What, what, what you gotta say for yourself? What's the preamble? Avatar is Avatar is a bad film. Avatar is mediocre at at its best parts. Uh, that and it had man, it had such a good marketing team, and I I am very proud of that marketing team. They did a really really good job, and the rest of that movie is kind of dog shit. <laughs> it's really bad. Um. Uh. But hey, we're doing Way of the Water next week, so yes, we are. I actually, Andrew, I don't know when I have when I'm going to be able to see it. When you have, have four hours. Yeah, when do I have four hours that I... I think I have to see it, like, Friday afternoon. Like, in the middle of the day. You're gonna see it before me. I th- I mean, I work all day on Saturday, and then I work in the afternoon on Sunday, and we record Sunday night. So, I, like, it's not like I can be like, yeah, I'm gonna go catch a, like, 6 p.m. showing of Avatar, and then we'll record it, like, 1 in the morning for you. If, if if need be, I can do it. Sunday night, yeah. If need be, I can do it. We, I just, I don't really want to. I see know Avatar. you don't want to do it. I don't. I don't want to do that. But also, I don't want to see it by myself. And that might be the only time that I could see it with people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happens, I'm, it happens. I'm okay with I'm st- it. I'm just struggling this week. You know, I just don't know. If you What's do up? it on Sunday, I might have seen it three times already. I'm well aware of that as well. <laughs> um, do you want my avatar thoughts now, or do you want my avatar thoughts? Well, now? Let's let's wrap it up because again, James Cameron's got something for you. That's what I'm still coming in and coming in on. He's the king of sequels. The king of sequels. Okay. So you want all my thoughts now? But no, I want it at the end. We could we'll wrap it up. We'll leave we'll leave everyone there. Oh, okay. Okay. So we'll end this uh 
podcast with my thoughts on James Cameron's dog shit Avatar film. Um, instead, we're going to talk about a good movie. Hey, how's that? That's so nice. You hear what Guillermo del Toro said about Way of Water? No. He said that it's a masterpiece. He said it's it's an artist at the height of his powers. Okay. One of the best movies he's seen. Okay. Guillermo gets just, it. Just because motherfuckers make good movies doesn't always mean that they have good taste. <laughs> Sam Bannigan, That's... 2022. Just because you make a good movie doesn't mean you have good taste. That's not how that works. Pinocchio. Guillermo del Toro's... Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. 2022's... Smash hit, smash on hit. streaming. Um, we saw it, we watched it. Sam, Sam, I am. What'd you think? Guillermo, don't miss, baby. Ooh, it's good. Is it my favorite, Guillermo? No. Is it my favorite movie of the year? No. But damn if it isn't a good fucking movie. I was like, hell yeah. The whole time. The whole time. Like, yeah. All hits those This skin. is good. <laughs> this is a good movie. Yeah. I was just like, I was just like in my living room by myself, half asleep because I was so dead tired. I was like, I just got to watch this good movie. The, the quality of this movie will keep me awake. Oh, and, and it's it, a cozy it, movie too. And it's so cozy, but it, it kept me it kept me going. That big fish, crazy, crazy, crazy big fish. Uh, so yeah, I really, I really, really liked it. I, I yeah, I thought it was really sweet. I thought Guillermo, he's just a he's just the he's just so fucking good. Um, good filmmaker. Yeah, I was really really pleased uh, with with all the performances. I thought were great. I thought all the like the stop motion stuff was fucking out of this world. Like it was, it was just so good. Like just, yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't sure uh, where this kind of landed for Guillermo. I wasn't sure if this was going to be like a kids movie or uh, like a Pan's Labyrinth situation where it's like it looks like a kids movie, Same. but it's not a kids movie. And it kind of ended up in the middle. And that's kind of where the movie didn't really work for me. I was kind of like, I, I want you to do one or the other. Mm. Do the fi- kind of kids movie thing. I like. I think this is a good kids movie. Like, like you know, children can and should watch this film. Um, uh, but I don't know. I was. I was just like, I kind of. I kind of wanted it to be maybe a little bit more adult or a little bit less adult um because it had like hints of hints of both and i and i don't know it, it just i still really really enjoyed this movie i've had a great time i'm gonna recommend it to everybody um but yeah you know that's kind of where i'm at uh-huh what about you what did, what did you think of camera latero's pinocchio well i was a big fan i saw it at the ifc um, and 
it was, there was this little kid sitting in the front. He was talking the whole time. Not like during the movie. He was talking at the movie. When uh, uh, Geppetto got swallowed by the whale. <clears throat> and um, one point Pinocchio's like, am I going to see my dad ever again? The kid was like, of course you're going to see your dad. You're going to see him again in a whale. <laughs> that yeah. was that was fun. Um, you know how you can tell some kids just like definitely have rich parents. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how these kids seemed. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, they walk like they have money. They walk. Yeah, they they have that. Here's my coat. Here, take it. That type of energy. Yeah, there's this person I work with, uh, and they were like, oh, yeah, my family group chat. And I was like, the what now? <laughs> You're not a fan so of the family, family group chat? It just doesn't exist. Why would my family all need to talk at the same time? That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> so, Claire, feel... if you listening, I'm sorry. That was crazy. Um... Yeah, I really, really like this movie. I'm gonna pick your brain about uh, the the maturity of the movie, but I thought the tone, that exact thing, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, Bambi's mom worked, got it, shot. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, do it, like, kids. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that it's bad. I think it, it does what it's doing really, really well. I think just I wanted it to be. When a when when a fucking Nazi shows up doing the Nazi salute, I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> when you say it like that, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is what we're doing. Cool." And then it kind of didn't. I, I didn't fully follow through on like the seriousness of that stuff to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it did some stuff like, but uh, you know, I I don't know. They said it. it, it it's such a mystical story, and they set it in such a like horrible time that it's like, okay, how are you gonna make these like, you know, relate to each other? How how are these like? Why is it set during World War Two? Much like but Pan's it, Labyrinth, right? But Pan's Labyrinth, it, it makes more sense. Like that is a that that is a story about a girl who is like escaping the like horrible. Yeah, uh, you... situation that she's in, right? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. just about a little wooden boy who is a <laughs> little wooden boy. It's kind of a different. <laughs> a little wooden boy just trying to do his best. Just trying to do his best, and hey, that's fine. I'm not against that. But why is it set during World War II? Other than because Guillermo likes setting stuff during wars. Also, there's Nazis again. <laughs> And also, it's, there's it's, Nazis. It's uh, the B side to uh, Jojo Rabbit. Actually, I'm wrong. No, it's the A side to Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is a. I think we don't usually do this, but no, I, it's. I feel like it's a good metaphor of how how it must be a little boy right now being like, but what what do these Nazis do? And there's no one in your life to say, yo, 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 yo. No, 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 no. But there is people in Pinocchio's life to tell him not to do it. Like Geppetto and uh, Cricket both are like, hey, don't fucking do this. And then he's like, but 
He said I should. But that, so I'm going to go do it. He wants I'm going to go be a, a good friend. boy. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't I think that it doesn't work. I, I, in my opinion, I don't think, I don't think the setting it during World War II is, is like really pushing this particular story forward in the way that I think they're trying to. And that's why I was kind of like, oh, I want this to be more adult because then you could probably be like, hey, we're going to talk about this. Yeah, talk about We're going to talk about how fucked up this is. Like how fucked that's up this like indoctrination is and how fucked up like the the wanting of, of an, an immortal soldier to is and like, you know, all this stuff. Spoiler alerts right now, right here, right now. I say it. Spoiler alerts. To Pinocchio. Uh, exactly. You in know. case, in case you don't know the story of Pinocchio. Exactly. Um, but like that moment when they're pretending to do war and they tie the flag together, and because they both won, it was a tie. Hmm. They could have done more, right? There could have been yeah. something about about working together and and. And you know, competitiveness in what way? What ways are competitive? Being competitive is that great and pushes you forward? And when does it retract and help you? You know, ultimately make you lose. There could have mm-hmm. been more, right? Yeah. How long so. is this movie? Two hours. Yeah. Three hour Pinocchio, baby. Guillermo's mm. Guillermo's Irishman, Pinocchio man. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, no. No, we're fine. No, no. Imagine. We're good. A three hour, how long would that be with stop motion? Forever. Forever. A three hour stop motion movie? Yeah. This already, like, like they obvi- the thing is with stop motion stuff is like they obviously do scenes that like don't end up in the movie, which means that they did probably, they for this movie, they probably took over 200,000 frames, still frames, to make this movie. Stop motion's crazy. Stop motion is crazy, bro. It is. The people who do it, and I'm talking about the people who, like, actually... (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Yeah. That's a camera, just in case anyone... It's uh-huh. lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew wasn't just trying to start rapping right Exactly. I wasn't just throwing down a set beat. Ha ha ha. Ski. Ha ha ha. Ski. Hey. Ha Move those claymation. Move those claymation. Ah, uh, moving those figures. <laughs> I'm in constipation. Um, what? Huh? Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, stop motion, crazy. crazy. Anywho, you want to hop into this cast? Yeah, let's do a quick little cast thing. Um, a lot of fun people, a lot of famous people. A lot of very good, good people. Uh, Tom Kenny, I mean, man of a million voices, showing up, um, doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, Tilda Swinton as Life and Death? She was both. Life and death. She, wa- she was of- both life and death. Oh, so who was Cape Blanchett? I guess I'll find out. You're fi- oh, Andrew, you're so going to find Blanchett? out. You're going to find out. 
Uh, yeah, Tilda Swinton. I love Tilda Swinton, and sh- and she's a good death. She uh, and a yeah. good life, but yeah, like in every movie. Yeah, <clears throat> just fantastic. I'm very excited to see um, more Tilda. Agreed. Uh, just because she's great. She's great uh, in everything she's ever done. It's true. She's good in the five seconds she's in in uh, Avengers Endgame. It's true. Um, Tim Blake Nelson uh, playing the rabbits, all, all four of them. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, which I think is a good time. I like Tim Blake Nelson. I'll, I'll, I'll check him out. He was really good in his episode of uh, Cabinets of Curiosities. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's really good in that one. I think it's the first episode. Um, yeah, Tim Blake Nelson. Great. Finn Wolfhard as the as the human boy Candlewick. Oh, that was Finn Wolfhard. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought he did a pretty good job. Um, what was that music Burn... video that you showed me with him in it? Uh, Pup. Yeah, he's in a he's in a couple. I think Reservoir maybe, and Sleep in the Heat potentially. I'm not sure. But he's in a couple pup music videos. Now he's in a Guillermo del Toro animated film. Now he's in a, Yeah. Yeah, he sure is. Um, uh, Burn Gorman. Uh, do you know who Burn Gorman is? No, I do not. Uh, he was in Pacific Rim. Um, he, he plays Herman in Pacific Rim. The other scientist with Charlie Day. Oh, yeah. I love this guy. He's also in The Dark Knight Rises. He's also in the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he plays the he plays the priest uh, in this movie. Okay. Uh, and I just like him. I like that Guillermo's got you know has pulled him up like pulled him up from uh, from Pacific Rim. He's like, hey, you want to go? You want to do this quick little movie? I think that's fun. <laughs> yes, I would. Was he on Game of Thrones? Uh, I feel like he was on Game of Thrones. I believe he was. Yeah. Uh, think about it. He was definitely on The Expanse. Um, he's done a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, he's in It's Always Sunny. Uh, he's in one episode of It's Always Sunny. What episode? I actually don't. He plays a scientist. Uh, he plays the scientist that uh, yes! that gives Charlie the the smart drugs. Guillermo uh, del Toro is in an episode of It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro uh, uh, should direct the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia movie. He for <laughs> sure should. Uh, uh, yeah, it, uh, Burn Gorman's in, in Game of Thrones. Uh, he's in a couple episodes. Um, da, 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 uh, da, 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 who else do we got? We got uh, Ron Perlman as the Nazi dad. Uh, uh, Ron Perlman, a great, great guy. Great, great, great actor. In every Guillermo del Toro movie. Is he in Crimson Peak? He's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't think he's in Crimson Peak. But he's in every other one. I think he's in every other one, but he's not in Crimson Peak. What was he yeah. doing? I also don't think he's in... Uh, I don't think... No, he is in that one. He's he? in Chronos. He's in Chronos. He's not he's, in The Devil's he... Backbone. No, yes, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's the other one. Yes, he is. He has is a he? bit role. He has like a cameo. 
Is he in Devil's I'm Backbone? I'm pretty sure he is. That would be... And then crazy. what's after Devil's... Uh, Munich? No, that's Steven Spielberg. Mimic? Yeah, Mimic. Couldn't tell you. He's in... I think he's in Mimic. Actually, he might be. I might be thinking of Mimic and not Devil's Backbone. We're gonna do this all right now. <laughs> let's let's figure yeah, it out. I'm, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. He's in Nightmare Alley. He's in Shape of Water. Wait, is he in yeah, Shape of yeah. Water? Ooh, I don't know if he's in Shape of Water. Nah, man. If I was Ron Perlman, I'd be mad that Guillermo del Toro cast Michael Shannon. I would have been like, I would have been perfect for this. Ah, uh, but Michael Shannon in that fucking movie. Yeah, is no, so Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro made the right call. I'm saying if I'm Ron <laughs> Perlman, I'm saying okay, from his sure. position, that's a role Ron Perlman could have played. Yeah, it, he if definitely it's could his have. Type. Yeah, he definitely could have, but I'm glad he did. I'm glad you he did it I mean? either, and I love Ron Perlman. Uh, Ron Perlman, I don't think is in. Uh, Devil's Backbone. I'm not seeing it on his thing. Uh, I don't think he's in Shape of Water. Uh, so he's in a bunch of, of, of uh, He is in Blade 2. That's the thing. He is in Blade 2. That's the most Gero important also one. also directed. That's the important one. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, Blade 2. Oh, boy. Oh, Blade 2. Yeah, but, you know, they're obviously pals. Um, and he's great. Uh, John Turturro uh, as uh, somebody. As one of those folks. As one of the guys who's in it. Um, I don't know who he is. Is he the mayor in this photo? I don't know who. This is a weird... Because I know the, the carnival guy is Christoph Waltz. I'm looking at a photo, sorry, of, of all the characters. That's Christoph Waltz. That's Ron Perlman. That's David Bradley. That's Brent Garman. So, yeah, he must be the mayor. I think he's the mayor. I like John Turturro. And he's, like, the guy who, like, checks P- Pinocchio's pulse when he dies. <laughs> no. No. Um, Yet. Speaking speaking of Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz! Christoph Waltz, at first I thought it was someone else. I forgot who, but I was like, is this someone else? And then he had that particular line reading. I was like, oh, that's yes. Christoph Waltz. That's oh, that's Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. That's always the fun part of watching animated movies. Yeah, <laughs> I, is catching like who it is. I forgot who I thought it was. And I was dead set that was this yeah. one person. And then it was just, oh, Pinocchio. Yeah. Can't I take your uh, tails and... <laughs> Oh, I know, I know who tucks their ends like that. <laughs> yeah, that's like when uh, when Chris Pine is in uh, uh, Spider Verse. Yes, and you're just like, why? What Chris Pine? That's Captain Captain's Log. I know that voice. <laughs> yeah, and then Oscar Isaac shows up. You're like, what the fuck? Hey. <laughs> um. Uh, and of course, uh, Christoph Waltz's uh, favorite. Favorite monkey, Spazatura, played by Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Dang, Kate Blanchett really hit that Vin Diesel. I respect yeah. it. 
Kate Blanchett plays Spatsatura, the monkey who kind of talks sometimes. Oh, through the marionette. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. But also just does a bunch of monkey sounds. (laughs) That's Kate Blanchett. Tar herself. Tar. Have you seen Tar yet? No, I haven't seen Tar. It hasn't played here, Andrew. I'm curious. I'm already already upset about it. (laughs) Um... I think I think Christoph Waltz is great. I think uh, when I found out that Kate Blanchett was Spetsatura, I, I laughed a lot. That was very funny. Um, but we got our, our top three: uh, Gregory Mann as Pinocchio, David Bradley as Geppetto, and Ewan McGregor as Sebastian J. Cricket. Oof! I didn't realize Jiminy Cricket was uh, was Disney only. I thought that was in. I thought that was in the book. I thought that was in nope. that real Italian book. No, just Cricket. He's just a Cricket. They just named him Jiminy. So, Sebastian J. Cricket. If I was making a uh, Pinocchio movie, I'd be like, yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, 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 you can't do that. What? Yeah, you can't actually. What? Actually, that's the one you can't do. <laughs> that works so well, Jiminy Sorry. Cricket. Hey, that's yeah. my conscience, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. It has such a flow. Yeah, it does. I like Sebastian J. Cricket, though. That's Sebastian. a good Sebastian. But that's a real name. That's my issue. It's a real person's name. <laughs> When's the last time you ever met someone named Jiminy? You got me there, man. Uh, like <laughs> That sounds like a mystical, a mystical cricket. A mystical right. negro of a cricket. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds perfect. Oh, that's Jiminy Cricket over there. <laughs> That's but there's hilarious. Sebastian um, Cricket, whatever his name is. Sebastian J. Cricket. J. Cricket. What does the J stand yeah. for? Jiminy. Obviously, Andrew. Like, what? <laughs> of course it's Jiminy. Oh, dang. Oh, wow. Look at that. da 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 <laughs> That's how you know it was a good joke. <laughs> the fucking I told someone, I told a coworker of mine, I, I was like, they really don't like horror movies, and I was like, man, Saw is. Re-, we were like looking at Letterbox stuff, uh, and I was like, yeah, and they were they were like Saw, and I was like, yeah, Saw is really good actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> And they were like, ah, okay. And I was like, okay, look, the the first I can only speak to the first one. The first one's great. It has the best song for a twist ever. <laughs> and I just started singing it. I was just like, and they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, there's like a big twist in Saw. And then you hear this and it fucking it rips. What you thought? Who you thought? Oh you no, you did it. You you messed up. <laughs> Oh it's wait! So no, good. no, no! <laughs> it's so good. Oh god! Uh, we were actually—I think we were judging your letterboxed. Oh no! <laughs> oh I think, no! Because I, I was talking about like weird, like how me and you have very weird, different tastes, and and we oftentimes you'll really like a movie that I think is garbage. Yeah. Um, and and the, and vice versa, vice versa, vice versa. Um. And so I sorted your letterbox by like my lowest rated first, 
so that we could see your like five star mother review. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> pop up. Did I get what? What was the consensus? Uh, there. Sarah was on my side. They were like, "Yeah, Andrew has some whack taste." Ooh. He's got. He's got some. He's got some correct ones in there, but overall, did you read reviews? It was mainly just looking at oh, stars. Okay, and, great, and, great, great. Yeah. Sometimes you 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 get this. Sometimes you're like, "Oh wait, I'm about to go viral on Letterbox. Save." <laughs> I get, and then you get no, you get Justin and Sam, and you go, oh, oh. I love it. I love it when I get you and Justin liking one of my reviews. It doesn't happen all the time, and so when it does happen, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> all right. I don't ever think I'm gonna go viral on on Letterbox. Every 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 one. I'm like, this. Is I the never one. see this a movie early me. enough. I never see a movie early enough, and I don't think I've ever made a joke that I'm like that proud of. I've made some that I'm like, yeah, this is this is good and funny. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's not all the time. Um, I did like my Avatar one though. Has James uh, Cameron ever seen? Uh, I forget what it was. But with something like that, James Cameron, have you has he ever seen? It's like no. He took was, a, do you think? Do you think James Cameron cried for a week when he found out about residential schools? Oh, I'm thinking of your tweet. <laughs> oh yeah, the tweets were a different thing. Um, but I thought I thought Gregory Mann, David Bradley, and Ewan McGregor all did a f- fucking great job. Great voice acting from all three yeah. of them. That is... All three of them. I, that's why I really wanted to lump them all together because I was just like, these three like carry this fucking movie and they do it phenomenally. Yeah, voice voice performances are real performances. Yeah, they are great. And and you know, getting to see a whole David Bradley thing that that was fun. I haven't yeah. seen him do something in a while. Um, was David so yeah, Bradley? Was... What was the last thing he was in? Uh, he was in a couple episodes of Doctor Who this season. Uh, he's in uh, Catherine called Birdie. I gotta watch uh, he's that. In this. Uh, he's in. He's in a bunch. Of, like he's working. Like it's not like he's not working. What was the last um, big thing? Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know what counts as big. Doctor Who, Catherine called Birdie. Uh. Bunch of uh, jolt. What the fuck is this? I've never heard of this. Um, I don't know. There's he's in stuff. Okay, stuff. You're the you're the letterbox. You're the letterboxer. <laughs> I don't know. He's a, he's in a bunch of shit. He's in troll hunters. Do you care about troll hunters? No. Who am I? Then I don't know what you want, man. Like he's like Game of Thrones. Who is he in Game of Thrones? He's Walder Frey. Lord of the Iron Isles. Oh, yeah. Then he dies. Remember Game of Thrones. Remember when Game of Thrones was good? That was crazy. House of the Dragon was alright. I get it. I liked House of the Dragon. I thought it was good. I really liked it. It's not on my list, but it's good. I really like that show. Ooh, Emma Darcy, though. 
Ooh, Emma Darcy. They're oh, they're so hot. Oh God, they could murder me, and I'd be okay with it. <laughs> Speaking of someone who could murder you, and you'd be okay with it, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Toro. As long as he put it in a movie. <laughs> as long as it. As long as I look like the buffalo from Apocalypse Now. As long as I, as long as I get to to meet uh, uh, Tilda Swinton's death, then I'm good. Play some poker with Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. We've seen every single one of his movies almost exactly a year ago. This is true. We did a whole Guillermo del Toro watch that I was a big fan of. I was also uh, a big fan. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I that's, you know, I, we did that and we knew he had a movie coming out. And I thought it was a nice little like way to bookend the year. Guillermo del Toro to Guillermo del Toro. Um and wow, what a what a great filmmaker. Like what a good like he loves movies, he loves art, he just wants to tell good stories and he just like wants to get good people doing it. You know, I watched uh, about half of the like making of documentary thing. Mm-hmm. Uh for Pinocchio. Uh and he was like, "Yeah, I like I specifically wanted like Mexican animators to like work on this. Like I I reached out to, you know, these people and this company and blah 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 and cool. I wanted it to be you know, special. Cool. Uh, and I think it and I think it is. Good uh, for Guillermo. Yeah. Uh yeah. He uh wrote and directed it. Uh he wrote it um uh in collaboration with Matthew Robbins and Patrick McHale, who haven't really done anything big, um that I can I can see. Uh Matthew Robbins uh, Robbins worked on Crimson Peak with Guillermo. Ooh. Um, and uh, mimic um, less ooh. So they so they've worked together before, um, and then Patrick McHale has worked on uh, Adventure Time uh, and Over the Garden Wall. Two other. Have things. you seen Over the Garden Wall? I have not seen Over the Garden. Ooh, Wall. next October, I got something for you, Sam. <laughs> it's actually really good. It's really right. and it's a movie. It's a show, but it's a mini series. And yeah, each it's episode, like it's two hour yeah. long, right? Yeah, and it's uh, like cool. a, a off a narrative, so it really truly feels like a movie. Okay. Hi. Meow. You're so loud. Uh, and then the co he co-directed it with uh, Mark Gustafson, um, who hasn't done anything since like 2004. Oh wow! Yeah, take so me back. There. I think I think has been working on yeah has been working on a bunch of animation stuff. It worked on uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox as the animation director. Um, so like has been doing animation stuff, but. Um, yeah, the last thing the last thing he's credited for the most recent thing besides Pinocchio is uh, he was the head of animation for a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas in 2011. Oh, that was fun. <clears throat> that movie was in 3D. So, 
Really? Yes, the, it was. That says that says 3D Christmas. Oh, does it say in the title? I thought it was just the Harold yeah. Kumar. Because now when you look on the Blu-ray, because no one bought a 3D TV, the technology, no one wanted it. Now, when you look at the Blu-ray, it just says a Harold and Kumar Christmas. But I guess I'm, I guess I'm the goof in this one. No, it's called a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Have you seen any of the three Harold and Kumars? I saw the first two. I didn't know there was a third one. Yeah. What do you think of them? As- I don't know. It's been it's been a decade. It's been over a decade since I've even thought about Harold and Kumar. Um, kitty cat. Why, why are we talking? Oh, um. Also, have you? I I once heard this is. <laughs> I once heard good? that um. That the anim back in two thousand nine, I was really in the beginning years of my me getting into movies. The uh-huh. animators hated Wes Anderson on Fantastic Mr. Fox. They okay. thought he was rude. They said he was barely there. The assistant director wanted to sue because he was like, "I basically directed the movie." Okay, that's a little fun fact. Okay. I wonder how Guillermo was. It is a good movie. Um, uh, I mean, according to the documentary that I watched, everyone loved Guillermo. Yeah, how much can you trust that doc? (laughs) How much can you trust anything, my man? Like, ain't that the truth? (laughs) Ain't that the truth? QAnon. Oh God. Um. can we just talk about okay? The writing is good. The 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 directing is good. Good job, everybody. What do you think of stop motion animation? What's your do you I have an stop, opinion? I love stop motion. I, I grew up watching Wallace and Gromit all the time. Uh, Wallace and Gromit. I mean, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Sean the Sheep, Wallace and Gromit. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I I had those, I had the, like, original Waltz and Gromit show, like, on, VA, on like, three VHS, and I, and I watched them constantly. I loved, I loved Waltz and Gromit, um, and have always really liked, uh, stop motion. I think it's, I think it's gorgeous. Mm. Um, I, I want to watch more. I, I know they just, they just released, uh, another stop motion movie on netflix that i want to watch um, which one? Oh, um with uh jordan peele and yeah jordan peele produced it key key kegel mike michael key yeah i think they i, think I they forget what's it. called wind and wild it's something like that i watched the first half of it I want to check it out. I fell asleep, but hey. All right. Um, it's just such... It's weird how 2D has died out, but not stop motion. Why Why do you think that? I know you don't sit around and think about this stuff, but it's just... It's a thought. How did 2D die out? But, like, it seems like the most... The hardest thing... Any creative person can do 
seems like it would be stop motion animation. I mean, I think there is a sort of um, timelessness to stop motion. Yeah. You know, you can go back and watch Walsh and Gromit and it still looks just as good. But if you go back and watch not every old 2D animated movie, but some of them, it's like, yeah, okay, you were kind of limited by by the by what you were doing. By the, the budget, by the amount of animators you could have. I hear you. Yeah, that sort of stuff. You can sometimes see that and feel that. And not that it, not that that's bad, you know. I think I there's a I have a soft spot in my heart for like the the four bricks that are that are low res, like low detail in a Bugs Bunny cartoon that you're like, "Oh, that something's going to happen with them bricks." Yeah. Um, you know, like I think that stuff is fun and cute, but it's like I get why it, it kind of died out in a in a way. I I wish it didn't. I think there's a lot of great 2D animation stuff. Um that is is just really well done and really phenomenal stuff. You know, I, I love Rotel Dorado and and Emperor's New Groove and uh a lot of the Disney Renaissance stuff is like gorgeously yeah. done. Um yeah. but uh, you know to a to a sense I understand why it died out. It's a lot I think also from like a producer side or or not a producer side, like a, a studio side, it's a lot easier to be like, okay, we could give you this much money to do a 2D animation movie and it would look like this. Or we could give you the same amount of money and make you do a like CG movie and it will look 10 times better because the of the how the systems work. Like yeah. The computers just like can do all that stuff compared to you pitching a stop motion thing it's like this is how much money i need to do this and it has to it has to look good like that's it's a lot easier it's a lot i think it's a lot harder for a studio to like just out i think it's easier to for a studio to outright say no to a stop motion thing but it's harder for them to like flip it into a cg thing you can't really pitch Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio and be like, I, I'm Guillermo del Toro. I want to do a stop motion thing. And then Netflix can't really be like, ah, but do you want to do CG instead? Like Guillermo del Toro would just be like, no. We got that. We got that uh, Spider-Verse CG right laying over here. That that would look nice in Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it would. But, you know, it's not. It's not the same. It's not something that looks that you could feel this is this is if i had yeah if i have children this is like one of the first movies i'd show them this is the one with nazis in it yes ask me the questions <laughs> be like pinocchio why that man's made out of wood and they all love him i made out of wood they all hate me that was oh what man was that what all a about? good what a good scene oh <laughs> well when you put it like that pinocchio um, yeah, so it started Pinocchio off in Jerusalem. It started off in Jerusalem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this bitch Mary cheated on her husband. <laughs> so like, yeah, just uh, yeah, good God. Have you seen a lot of the Linka movies? Linka? Linka? Um, Paranorman, Box Trolls, 
Kubo and the two screen strings. I haven't. I think I saw Paranorman when it came out because I was young. I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see Kubo. I really want to watch Kubo. You would love Kubo. Uh, I know you know you uh, would love Kubo, but you would yeah. love Kubo. It's like one of those movies <laughs> I'm just like, I just got to watch it, man. Like, I just got to find the, be in the right, like, not have anything else that I need to watch. Yeah. Or anything else that I'm, like, playing and just be like, oh, I'm just going to go watch Kubo. Yeah. It's why I haven't watched Over the Garden Wall. I'm, like, well aware that I'm going to like yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Even re- recommending like, I it, I was like, I know I know. Sam knows about it. <laughs> I, I've been known about Over the Garden Wall. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It just hasn't, hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I want to watch I, like, watched Coraline, you know? like I've Yeah. Seen, you know. There's lots of there's lots of good stuff. Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, like the the standard, right? Yeah. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I think that is like one of the great American it's films. Great. Yeah, and um, it's so short. It's so quick. Yeah, it's nice. But I mean, Wallace and Gromit is always going to be like the one. Like even Curse of the Were Rabbit, I really like. Beautiful liked. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. In every way, beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah. The cheese, Gromit, the cheese. That's great. Big Wallace and Gromit fan. Yeah. I, they gotta do, I mean, why do anything else? It's so good. Yeah, why do anything but Wallace and Gromit? Like, they, they could just do chicken Wallace and Gromit on the sheet forever. Ah, oh, Chicken Run! I love Chicken Run! Claymation is such a beautiful, and the way I love Guillermo del Toro put his stamp on it i wanted to tell you this earlier uh one of my co-workers saw this movie he saw it at the paris uh guillermo mm. del toro was there mm-hmm. and i was like ah um i was talking to him about it he said yeah it was fun because it was his first family movie and he kept talking about that and i was like oh this is a family movie i thought it was rated r i thought it was guillermo del toro's was... take on yeah. pinocchio that's also what i kind of thought that's going what into I it, and I guess I was like waiting. I was waiting for for something to get real bloody, real quick <laughs> for Tinocchio to break and go. Oh, is it going to be like bone? Is there going to be like bones and meat inside of him? That's gross. Yeah, is something bad going to happen? Nazis? Are we going to get real about Nazis? In yeah, that was that was for real when when <laughs> when. Uh, <laughs> when Carlo died because of like a bomb, an accidental bombing of this town, I was like, Oh, okay. Guillermo. Let's, let's fucking go. Let's do this baby. And then that's, that was my thing earlier about like, it never really got to the like adult place that I think it, it was sort of living a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you have this kind of goofy, like carnival villain. You have, you have this sort of, you know all the all the classic fairy tale stuff, of course. But also like a pretty grim look at like the afterlife and and like literal Nazis are just out and about in this movie, uh, with with very little commentary on it. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, I don't know Nazis. And also, what I love is that how versatile Guillermo del Toro is. Oh, how he directed back to back to back shape of water, nightmare alley. And this, 
Yeah, three phenomenal films. And then even uh, adding on... Guillermo just, like, killing it. Crimson Peak. And then to even add on top of that, Pacific Rim. The past ten yeah, years I mean, of Guillermo del Toro think, has been pretty, pretty all right. Yeah, I, I I still don't like Crimson Peak, but fucking everything else that, that dude has done for, yeah, ten years. Dang it, that's my been, favorite one. <laughs> I know it is, but like uh, Cabinet of Curiosities is great. Uh, um, this is all great. Like, uh, yeah, he's 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 just killing it. I I I really, I think the thing that I want more than anything for Guillermo is for him to be part of the same conversations. I I, I said this when we did the Guillermo project, but like I want him to be part of the conversations with the Scorseses and Spielbergs of the world. But, like, I I don't know if I could walk up to anybody on the street and be like, hey, do you know who Guillermo del Toro is? You know? If I go, hey, do you know who Martin Scorsese the is? They'll be like, racist. yeah, taxi driver. It'd be the racist question. But yeah, that Mexican director. Well, which one? <laughs> which one? The gravity one? Which one? The gravity yeah, which one? one? The revenant one? Which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> You're right, right? But also, I don't know. Pan's Labyrinth. This was a hit. <laughs> oh that yeah, was a I, hit. I think, I think there there is like some people. I think there are a lot of people that we know, like because we but know a lot of artists thing, and people right? who like you know who give a shit about this stuff. But I think random person knows who Steven Spielberg is, and random person doesn't know who Guillermo del Toro is. I hear you. And I want him to be known the way that those guys are known. Yeah. And I don't, and I, and I genuinely don't know why he's not because he's too niche. Overall, he is niche, but like, I, but honest, like we were just listing off his movies, Pacific Rim, Crimson Peak. I'll concede Crimson Peak for the moment. Nightmare Alley, Shape of Water, and this. I think those are more more successful and much better movies than than you will disagree. But then West Side Story and The Post and Ready Player One and a bunch of stuff that Spielberg's done in the past ten years. With some, with some, <laughs> like, but you want you get yeah, what I mean, no, right? like, every single movie that Guillermo del Toro has done in the past ten years is better than Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, like by ju- and leaps it's not, and bounds, and it's not close. Leaps it's not close at all. But Link is so better that's... than all those movies. <laughs> okay, oh. I disagree, but whatever. Um, but uh, you know, I think that is. I, I mean, but do you not think that Martin Scorsese is a niche? He does, like, pretty fucked up movies. Like, Silence is a crazy movie for someone to make. Right, right, because now that's old Scorsese, right? We're yeah. in middle Del Toro. Who else? All roads lead back to Tarantino, right? <laughs> you like, like, who else is in their middle, like... They've done it. They've Tarantino's at the it. end. Tarantino. Okay, Tarantino fine. has said that he's making like two two more movies or whatever. Fine, but the past ten years <laughs> of this, like, yeah, maybe, yeah, you could. I, I'll give you Tarantino for now. I I, I disagree, but I, I but understand of, like, Tarantino. Name your state of popularity. Yes, I don't know. 
I don't know who else there is. That's the like but, all the other people that I'm going to name are like are people that we know, like exactly. Soderbergh or Schrader. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, those guys are like kind of middle middle career. Like they still got a lot left in them. I'm making your point, Sam. I'm. Why isn't he a part of this? Why isn't he the motherfucker? Like why isn't he the guy? Pan's Labyrinth and is I, great. Capital G. Yes, great. Shape of Water is is like one of the like Guillermo has made some of the best movies I've ever seen. Like if I if I had to do my AFI top ten movies of all time, my sight or sight and sound, uh, my here are my top ten movies. At least one or two of them would be Guillermo del Toro movies. Sorry about that, everybody. Andrew's phone was about to die, so we had to stop and charge. We had to stop phone. and charge up. Um. But yeah, Guillermo should be, I think, should be known more than he is. I think Guillermo is known by a lot of people. He's not, you know... Obscure. An obscure director by any means. If I talk to most people that that are into the arts at all, uh, or are, you know, creative in some way, they will know who Guillermo del Toro is. But I just, I wish he was, it was, uh, I wish he was more of a household name that middle America could also know who Guillermo del Toro was. You wish that, uh, to be me, I love Guillermo del Toro too, but you wish uh, Pacific Rim opened up at like a hundred million dollars opening weekend. You wish people yeah, went I to wish go Pac- see uh, yeah. the Guillermo del Toro's next movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is, that is very much where, where I want Guillermo to be because he deserves it more than most directors, I think. Yes, but like he's put in the work and he's and he's done almost nothing but bangers. <laughs> mimic, <laughs> mimic, <laughs> like mimic, mimic and Crimson Peak for me are kind of like yeah, all right, they're not great, but the rest, I don't know, man, it's good. Like it's just good. <laughs> yes, he is one of the most successful film directors uh, working right now, but. I feel like now it's time to talk about now the most successful film director. If you put ever, it monetarily, to ever then live. sure. Yeah. I don't know about calling him the most successful one, but sure. Two. Two. Back to back. He had two of the he had two movies over a billion dollars before it was like the thing. Yeah, I'm aware of what he did. I'm just letting you know. He's coming back 13 years later. You He's saw the original. 13 years later. It's been how yes. long? Since 2009. So 13 years you've been off of Pandora. Years. You went back? I have been. And it sounds like you I got food it. poisoned. Well, it's a bad film, Andrew. It's not very good. Um... And so I did not enjoy it. Um, I'm going to. I would like to read you my little tweet. My little tweet thread, please. Um, so I could I could give everyone the same sort of context that Andrew has. Uh, I watched this uh, like four or five days ago. I said, James Cameron's Avatar is the most boomer take on colonization. Like, did he learn about colonization in 2005 and it blew his mind? Was he not aware of the environmental crisis that had been happening for years? Did he just learn about racism recently? What's his deal? 
Honestly, it's just a mediocre film that had a really good marketing team. It plays on every cliche of these types of white savior, good colonizer, and what I can only describe as have you heard about injustice before type movies. Also, I think that making it sci-fi and having the indigenous group be based on real culture, but sort of feeling like a mishmash of actual indigenous cultures is actively harming the mediocre story Cameron is trying to tell. Say it with your chest, James. Don't hide behind your big blue aliens to seem like you aren't doing the same story that's been told a thousand times. Lawrence of Arabia came out in 1962. Dune came out in 1965. Disney's Pocahontas came out in 1995. Fuck, even Lord of the Rings came out in 1954, and the movies ended in 2003. Be at least half as interesting as one of those, and you get a pass. But this ain't it, James. The effects are the movie stars. <laughs> it's a pretty movie, but that doesn't mean it's a good film. Like you, like I don't know how many times I have to tell you this, Andrew. Just because something looks nice, you doesn't don't mean tell it is me nice. this often. <laughs> I tell you this no, a lot. No, you don't. I tell you this all the time <laughs> with every don't. fucking Zack Snyder bullshit. Um, <laughs> look, a pretty flower can still be poisonous. <laughs> like. That's it, just because it looks good, and it does look good. The visual effects are good. The technology is good. I'm I'm glad it exists. All this stuff, blah blah blah. It's a bad movie. Like it's not a good story. It, it's really weird. It, it doesn't like. It's just the same bullshit that we've seen a thousand times, and it's not doing anything interesting. The fucking MacGuffin of the film is called Unobtainium. Hell yes! Which is Hell yes! Insane. <laughs> Um, it's like I, it's just not good. I hope the MacGuffin of of Way of Water is called the Suck It Rock. I'm sure it will it be was... because that's that's the level that James Cameron is ap- operating on. Have you seen Terminator Two? Oh yeah, T Two is great. We're about to get T Two again. We're about to get T Two again. We're not gonna get T Two again. again, my dude. We're not gonna get T Two again. Have you seen these reviews? I hit mute. I wanted to see the reviews. I looked through a few and I said, oh boy! Oh boy! Have you seen them? I I saw people tweeting about it and I was like, I... People are, are often crazy. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing, Andrew. I think, very genuinely, I think it is it is a core difference between Canadian and American culture that this that people like Avatar. I don't know. I could not tell you a single Canadian that likes Avatar. I can. James Cameron. He's Canadian. Okay. I know he's Canadian, but I'm I'm just telling you. <laughs> like I don't know anybody who likes Avatar. I don't know anybody who's looking forward to this movie other than you and Justin and Lupita. Those are the people who I know who are looking forward to this film. Nobody else I know. Well, and I think I think it is in part because indigenous history and, and, and specifically like North America's colonization um, and stuff isn't taught to you the way that's taught to us in Canada. I, I learned about residential schools every single year. Like it was always a 
thing that we talked about in class. Like, it, like how colonization happened and how it went. Was it taught to me poorly? Because, you know, I, I wasn't living in the most modern time when, when we're, you know, fully anti-colonization. No, it, it was it was taught to me poorly, but it was still like a thing that we talked about every year. And it was this conversation and it was like, hey, like, you know, we're living on this on this land. It's stolen, blah, 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 all this stuff. You know, you can you can keep going. And and from what I've heard, you guys don't talk about that stuff. <laughs> I know the tell trier the tell triers. See, that's how well the American education system is. I know about the tell tears, the trail of tears. Good Lord. Um, sure. We were taught. We were taught this. How do I say this? I think it makes the world cuz it's not it's 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 tribes it's not a specific tribe if it was a specific tribe that was completely taking everything for the navi i'd be like yeah but it's just kind of global tribes all kind of thrown in a pot <laughs> and that's the navi which is which is bad <laughs> Which is not how it's that's bad. How 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 how? So how do you make the movie? How do you make this movie? You don't. You don't, make this you movie. don't do dances with wolves. You don't make you don't make Avatar in two thousand and fucking nine. Hey, let me tell you, Avatar best movie I've ever seen from nineteen ninety five. I'm telling you, ooh baby, nineteen ninety five, the year we learned about colonization. The no, but I'm just telling you, like. Avatar coming out in 2009 is not doing anything. It is just be it is just some old white guy being like, "Guys, I just I just learned about this thing. And I got to tell everybody about it. Do I fully understand about, it? No. What about but the, I got to tell everybody. What about the 9-year-olds who are like, "I want to see the blue people." And then they're like, "Dang. Is that us?" <laughs> huh. What about that 9-year-old out there? <laughs> There are other better films that are doing this way more and way better, and they've been coming out forever. This is an old story. Like, it's not like... But just because it's old, he's doing something new with it. It's an old story. It's an old story because it's a story that is true and proven. So let me put these effects on. Now, let me add all these layers on it. Let me add to this. Let me add to the action. Let me add to the the, the classic Cameron setup and payoff. Let me do my tricks in this famous story. I just think saying it's an old and tried story, you can say that for anything. You can say that for for anything. I'm not, uh, like, it is the fact that, that, it is not doing and it is not having a new take on it. It is literally just doing the same thing. That is what bothers me. We just watched Pinocchio, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which is, hey, a story that's very fucking old. Pinocchio, that's an old ass book. Hundreds. But it's <laughs> but at least Guillermo is putting it in context of World War II, is putting it in context of uh, you know, modern fascism. It is 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 using the layers that Guillermo is putting on to talk about 
to varying levels of success, as we just discussed on the podcast, but is is using that to talk about this story and 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 how they are in conversation with each other. All Cameron is doing is being like, "Hey, isn't computers cool?" Cra- crazy. You don't think it's talking about capitalism? Capital. <laughs> It is talking capitalism. about capitalism in the same way. I see a lot of trees. The sa- they can move. The thing is, it's talking about capitalism in the same way that Pocahontas is talking about capitalism, in the same way that Lawrence of Arabia is talking about capitalism, in the same way that Dune is talking about capitalism, in the same way that Lord of the Rings is talking about capitalism. It's talking about capitalism in the same way that all of these other things are. It's not saying anything new. It is just being like, I'm going to do it now. And and that's it. And that's not interesting that's not that's not anything that is just someone some some rich white guy being like i have an ego and i'm i'm better than you because i know about this and i'm going to teach I you i go to the bottom of the ocean cuz i go to the bottom of the ocean cuz i'm a fucking crazy person yeah um so you wouldn't think it's a you, you what what makes you not think it's a spectacle or do you do it, you it is a spectacle, but that's all it is. Just because, hey, fireworks are real pretty. It's not It's not saying anything. It's not like a thing can be pretty and also be bad. Like, that's not... <laughs> these two things <laughs> don't equal each other. I've seen plenty of ugly-looking things that are really good. I've seen plenty of beautiful-looking things that are really bad. These are not... <laughs> um, I heard... <clears throat> I saw a tweet. This is what made me mute everything. I was like, oh, we're getting this type of breakdown? Time to mute Avatar. Someone said the way the first Avatar is uh, Pocahontas, way of water is Moby Dick. Okay. So that, I just, what is that? What is that going to be? Probably a bad film. Probably a not very good movie. Well, thanks for the optimism. <laughs> You're welcome. My name is Sam Vanigan. Um, and I'm and I'll be chilling on Pandora. That's what I am. <laughs> okay, uh, you can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Yacht, yacht, yacht. Uh, you can follow us all over there. That's a great way to support the show. I'm still not posting on Twitter. It still feels weird, so I just haven't. But we're on Instagram for sure. Uh, check us out. Follow us. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on all the different podcatchers of your choice. Uh, our link tree is just linktree slash welcomebackpod. Um, uh, and you can find all the places there, podcatchers, to like the track, review the track, like the podcast, review the podcast, all the different things and all the different um, whatever, wherever you choose to listen to us. Um, and, yeah, that's a really, really great way to support the show. Um, but the absolute best way to support the show, as always, is tell your friends. If you don't have any friends, go outside, go to the nearest tree to you, chop it down in a drunken rage, make a very complicated looking puppet. And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully a blue fairy can come in and uh, make it alive. Turn it, turn it al- yeah. alive. And when it's alive and you're learning the the perils of fatherhood and they're learning the, the trappings of what it's like to live in this world. Listen to us, talk about us and live with us doing the same thing. Tell your friends all about Welcome Back. 
Yeah. Uh, and next week we're going to go underwater, I guess. Oh, that's Titanic. That's Titanic. That's Titanic. Um, <laughs> uh, it's the other water one. Ah! Uh,